here to offer biblical strategies for effective teaching. Uh, I just want to, again, I always start thanking everybody for joining me and offering support. I am truly grateful. Today, I just want to um, discuss some things. I remember, you remember I talked to you about uh, the next subjects would be about what we want from different stakeholders, stakeholders including our administration, our students, our parents of our students, our co-workers. And so today I'm going to talk about our co-workers and our, and our administration. So there, because I decided, this is what I'm thinking, because I decided this is what I want to talk about, this has been a great emphasis in my life, things that are happening right now. Not to mention, I just want to share people with you that whatever your calling is, whether it's a teacher, uh, you help whoever you serve, whoever you serve, whatever your ministry is, and you have someone to serve because we're all here to serve someone. So just watch. And the Bible always talks about watch, praying and watching, watching and praying. You have to watch and pray because things can happen where it, you can get distracted or your focus can be taken away from what it is you're, you're, you're trying to focus on. So your focus can be drawn to something else. Uh, the enemy, I say the enemy could be to us. It could be just general distractions. You know, it's that drifting thing where we get caught up in whatever it is that we're, um, involved in. So, um, we get caught up in whatever we're trying to do. Even our, our goals, like I said before, our goals could be something that gets, we get caught up in, right? So just know that the enemy will try to distract us and make us feel guilty or feel like we're not doing the right thing or I would say feel guilty, feel too guilty to continue where you might feel guilty where you say, I can't teach, I can't do this um, because things get hard or somebody comes at you in that direction. For this podcast, I know for a fact the enemy wants me to stop this and because things will come up where it'll say, look what you're doing. You're getting caught up in some stuff you shouldn't be doing in podcast. You're not in the right spirit. And it's not even that. It's things like <sighs> the enemy will make you feel guilty for being upset or being angry. Like we can't get angry. We don't have feelings. We don't have anything that, you know, will bother us. We just have to keep it moving. I know we're walking in the spirit. At the same time, the Bible wouldn't say be angry and sin not if we weren't allowed to get angry. If, if we even have examples of Jesus getting angry and overturning tables and because people were destroying, essentially destroying the, uh, the house of prayer where it's supposed to be the house of prayer, a place where they were actually offering up sacrifices to God. And then people were deciding they're going to change money instead of you bringing your, your, uh, uh, what do they call it? Fatted calf, your first fruit, uh, all of that. Instead of you bringing it miles and miles, you'll exchange it for money here, right at the temple. 
So I know that could get Jesus angry. There's things that I can get angry about. Why can I not? So I, I just was feeling some kind of way. And then I just had to let me stop what I'm doing. And this is my recording day. Record. Don't act silly. Don't act like uh, you are not a person. Don't act like you are not allowed to. Uh, you are not allowed to have thoughts. You have to just take things in stride and keep it moving. That's why I wore my shirt today. Self love by Shakita Williams. So I wore it. I took. I wore it to work. I don't think we were supposed to wear t-shirts like this, but I had to wear it because this is what I was feeling. Like you gotta love yourself. I meant to buy me some flowers today on my way to work, but I forgot. I had that plan, so today, tomorrow, I put it in my calendar for tomorrow morning on my way, so I can give me some flowers to put on my desk. Yes, nice, fresh, smelling flowers. So I just want to say again, let me go back. Don't let the enemy distract you and take you away from what you're teaching. You're trying, you have goals for your students. Don't let the enemy distract you and say, this is hard, you can't do this. You have no support. Just forget, you know, this, this plan that you have. Or just forget this podcast. If you have a podcast, if you have some kind of business, forget that business because this is not working. People are coming against me. But guess what? God uses you to serve people and then the enemy is going to use people to distract you. That's going to happen. You just have to not drift, not fall and go in that in that um, vein of thought. And following what the enemy's trying to do, let's follow God. I keep talking about that. So I, the enemy trying to make me feel like I'm failing because I got angry. I can get angry. People just can't do what they want to do to you. And you got to sit there and take it. So that's a whole other is no other story. But I just had to get that out of the way. So what we want to talk about is what teachers want from administration. What teachers want from fellow teachers co-workers and I saw that uh, because I, I have we want you and your administration you want your administration to have your back right if something's going on you want to know that they have your back you don't have to worry that they're going to defend you or not if they claim they know you so well you're not going to be worrying about that you have to worry about what did they say when the parent came to the principal what did they say to the parent? You know, you don't have to worry. You don't want to have to worry about that. You want to know your principal has like a script that they go by. I understand this is how you feel. And my teachers, I promise you, my teachers are have the your child's best interest at heart. Whatever they have to say, same thing. Don't go come to me and say, questioning me. You just come to me with the parent's concern. So I have a few. That we want the administration to have our back. We want them to provide adequate resources. I say that over and over again. I have to. I have piloted programs in order to get the resources because I know with a pilot it comes with everything. So I, I you, it, there's nothing better than having everything that you need at your fingertips. Provide encouragement. Uh, when you're feeling like this is tough, I'm tired or whatever, you want a, your administration to come in, provide a, encouragement. I don't care what kind of encouragement, um, you want administration to know what you're doing in the classroom because you're proud of what you're doing. I don't care. I pat myself on the back all the time. Everybody knows I think 
I'm an excellent teacher. Everybody knows that. Anybody who I talk to, I let them know. This I am a heck of a teacher. I tell people that wherever I go, I know they probably tired. People probably tired of hearing me say that. But that's what I say. I'm proud of what I do. I don't care who comes in my classroom and watches me because I'm going to do be the same no matter what. You, if, I don't know if you catch me on a bad day. I don't know. You might. You might. Might be a day I don't feel like I don't feel like it. But that's very rare. So, and communicate, we want our administration to communicate clear expectations. Tell me what you want, right? Clearly. Don't beat around the bush. I tell people, I told, I tell people, don't beat around the bush because I'm going to act like I don't know what you're talking about. Clearly, tell me what it is you want to, you know, you're trying to say. And we want other teachers to, I want to get into it more. I just want to go down the list. You want you, you uh, other teachers to be professional. You, I don't need, just leave that. Collaborate. You, it's so good to share with other teachers and collaborate. Get together and say, this is what we're working on. We're the second grade, third grade teachers. Let's collaborate. Let's discuss what it is we're doing and see if we can make this lesson or this unit better. Because we put our heads together. Be supportive of our fellow teachers. You know if a teacher is going through something or or, or having a great uh, achievement, support that. Be there for a teacher. Say, I'm so proud of you. Or I know this is tough. Let's see what I can do. Or just know that I'm here. And to be unified, one front. You know, we that's why we have unions. Because we want our unions to everybody in the union to represent one be one that's why it's called a union we're all together and we want to have that unified front when one teacher is suffering through something that's that's uh not uh appropriate or against uh policy or it appears to be against policy everybody should be able to stand with that teacher um and we want to be able to respect the differences because you know everybody has their own teaching style. I was talking to someone about something with another teacher, and they were under the impression I was talking about teaching style. It wasn't about teaching style. It just was something different. But you, we want to have people who are there supporting us and offering uh, suggestions, offering advice. So I want to give them scriptures. And the scriptures are so funny because... Scriptures are were to me about what we want our administration to do, what we want our co-workers to do. But all the scripture pointed back right here, every single one, every single one pointed right back to me. And I know you'll find the same thing if you decide to say, okay, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to look in the scripture and see what the Bible talks about um, collaboration, what the Bible talks about. Um, let me go back real fast about communication, right? So all of it pointed right back, right back here. Like it's crazy how I'm trying to see this is what I want my administration to do. What you want from someone else is what you have to be. That's what it's saying to me. What I want somebody to be for me is what I have to be. And the Bible doesn't talk about trying. It talks about being. That's why I hear somebody, I heard somebody say, um, 
we are human beings, not human doings. So we have to be this. We have to be great communicators. Great communicators. Know this, my beloved brother, and let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Talking to me. Talking to me. I was trying to be slow to anger. I, I, I let the slow to anger, but I decided still to get that anger. I should have slow to anger. Think about it. Slow to speak, quick to hear. So here I am admitting, being transparent. This is what it is. James 1 at 19 says that. Know this, my beloved brethren, brothers, let every person be quick to hear. So listen, don't be so anxious to say, what did you say? You know, listen, take a minute. If somebody does say something wrong and you have to be quick to hear it, don't speak about it. Take your time. Go ponder it and then come back. And then be slow to anger. Don't be so easy to get angry. Uh, be so easy to get angry. Here's another Ephesians 4:29. Let no corrupt talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Huh. Uh, you know how you get upset with people and then you go talk to somebody about it? This is what happens to me. I'm it says. Only such as is good for building up. That's like edifying to make things better. You know, to build things up in the, in the knowledge of God, just to make things better. But, and it gives grace. So you are talking about what's bad that's happening. You keep on talking about it. You're not building up what's good. You're not, bu- you're not using your words for good to build up. You're actually tearing down. And then the grace, like, you know, like, okay. The person could or could not be that. Or even if they are that, you still offer that extra grace. Like, I'll give them that. They don't have the same upbringing. Or they, God is not working on their mind or their mindset or whatever. Because it's, it, it essentially goes back to them. Let them do what they do and then give them grace to say, okay, I'm not going to trip. I'm not going to do this because I'm just going to speak what's edifying. If I don't speak what's edifying, I'm not going back. And, and, and I, this is what I was doing for the past few days. I mean, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not Sunday, Monday, today. I was letting things build up and build up talking the more i talked about what was going on the angry i got then when i relaxed and said okay well i am so good this is i have a plan i'm so good then i heard something else then i heard something else and then it added to that it wasn't even about me but it was pertaining to and then i was getting angry again i'm like this is nonsense this is ridiculous I don't get it. Like, why do people have to act this way? So I start, then I upset again. Like, so Bible talks about a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So the more I talked about it, the harsher I got. Period. That's what it was. And I, it, it, I got angry. 
all over again. I was angry because I was thinking like, this is crazy. This doesn't make sense. We are not, uh, I'm not walking in this. I'm not accepting this. I don't care. Who, um, look at this, look at this. I'm talking, I'm talking about myself. Well, I need to zip it. Where God says, stop talking. Stop talking. People said, don't mention it again. Keep that to yourself, right? Something else, but it's about it, right? I, I still didn't do it. I still didn't do it. I got upset and I picked up the phone. <laughs> I, hey, God is working on me. And so the Psalms 141 and 3 says, Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. So I'm going to have to pray tonight for real. Lord, for the guard here, will you know that I have problems? I don't want to uh, profess these problems. Lord, I'm going to give that to you, right? Uh, I have a problem. I'm going to walk in the spirit, right? So guard my mouth, Lord. Put a guard. And a guard is, he will say something in our ears. Stop it. That's enough. Don't say that. Um, keep watch over the door of my lips. <laughs> That's something we need to know. Colossians 4 and 6. Let your speech always be gracious. Season with salt so that you may know how to how you ought to answer each person. So if you're always speaking with seasoning, seasoning with grace, speaking, you'll know how to answer somebody. It won't even come out wrong because you already have this practice. You already have this practice of speaking right, right? So um, so just know that the natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God for they are folly to him. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritual, spiritually discerned. So don't get angry at people telling lies. Don't get angry at people doing the wrong thing and thinking they're right and trying to um, how be abusive. Let me leave it just like that. Be abusive towards you. Don't be angry because they don't even understand that they're supposed to be walking in the spirit. They don't have the spirit to walk in the spirit. You have to shine that light. You have to shine that light. So, and avoid irreverent babble, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness. The more I talked, I don't think I was ungodly. I think I was getting angry, period. Like, I didn't go, I don't know how to say it. Could be ungodly. Ungodliness is walking in, in, in um, the flesh. I was walking more and more in the flesh, so that, that's right. That, that's what the Bible told You can't even argue with the Bible. The Bible telling you what to say, what to do, and how to do it. And I'm going to try to figure out a way to get around that. No, it's not. Get around it. Avoid irreverent babble. You don't have to tell people what's going on. You don't have to talk to people about what's happening. It's none of their business. And even if it is their business, even if you think that somebody should needs to know what's happening because they need to be on guard or whatever, don't be so, you know... Um, naive about things uh it's going to lead to more and more ungodliness because then you're going to walk around all upset then you're going to get to gossiping that's going to happen because people came to me with more stuff and i'm like oh wait i am not going there then it keep on and it keeps coming so you know we got we have that so we want this in our administration everything that i said that's the administration we want administration who are not uh uh speaking in irreverent babble we want we want administration who are not letting corruption come out of their mouth right corrupt talk 
Um, we want administration who know how to speak to us, right? We want administration to guard their tongues, right? Guard their mouths and and and, and um and, and keep that door over their over their tongue. We, that's what we want. So we have to be that. We have to be that. And I'm I'm learning. I learned just now, just today, when I started looking at this because I was upset. I'm not doing a, a show. I'm not going to record today because. I had to leave, I had to feel like let me get that out of me. And then God is like, I'm there, so what are you talking about? That's just the enemy on the outside trying to make you feel like you're not right on the inside. You pray, get yourself together, and get your mind right and do what I say. If you have this podcast, do it. You say you serving teachers, do it. What? We're all people. We're all people. People know people. Like, what else you going to be? But you have to walk in the spirit. And the spirit is telling you, you made a commitment. You keep on doing that. You don't just decide, I'm not good enough today because I've been talking too much. I'm not good enough today. But your, your righteousness is going to be, it's like filthy rags anyway. So if your righteousness is like filthy rags anyway, so how do you think you could do a better job uh, because of what? Nothing's going to make you perfect. Nothing's going to make me perfect. Nothing. Like, you go into school, just say you're teaching a class. You teach a class, you might make a mistake or it might, it might not have went over well with the students. They might not grasp the ideas, the concepts. But guess what? You're going to quit? No. You're going to go back in there tomorrow. You're going to say, oh, I'm such a terrible teacher, I can't teach anymore. No, you're not. You're going to go in there and you're going to do your job the next day and the next day and the next day. Same thing with any other gift that God has given you. He gave me a gift to God and I have to learn how to guard my tongue because I'm doing too much talking. That's what I'm here to do. I'm gifted to talk. I've been gifted to talk since I was a kid and I used to say things and know things that I, it just was, where did that come from? And then now I'm knowing that, yeah, now, and, and, and some people say, well, she never used to talk. I did talk, but I didn't talk to people I didn't know or I wasn't comfortable with. So now here I am with a gift to, to speak to people. And then I'm trying to allow the devil to take that voice. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. So here I am educated with oil. I have the oil. I have the anointing. Now I don't care what anybody says. God has anointed me. Um, This is going to break out. It's going to break out. I might not have that many followers now, but it's going to break out. I know it. It's going to break out. God is working on me. So by the time I get there where everybody's, you know, where I'm out in the forefront, I'm going to be a better person. So I'm becoming a better person daily. And today is even a better day for me because I wasn't about to do this. I was going to say, I don't know when I'm going to do it. Tomorrow, I'm going to have something to do. I'm going to get home late. Wednesday, I have something to do. So I don't know. I'll get it. I have to get myself together. Can't get myself together. Only God could get me together. And he got me together and said, this is what you're going to do. And so even when I, I was thinking about what we want our fellow teachers, and we want to be able to collaborate and things like that. And so God gave me um, Psalms 133 and 1. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. So. You can put that how you want it. Say, the old teacher's not God's people. Just do how you want to do it. But guess what? How good it is, good and pleasant it is when all the teachers in your building, 
uh, come together in unity. Uh, we did, we, some teachers came together and we had a party for our kids for a winter party. It was awesome. It was, it could have been, you know, if we had some more, I don't know. It was good. We haven't had a party. I think that's our first party that we had since we've been in a school. And the kids enjoyed themselves. They had snacks. We got together. We did, it was fun. Parents came, picked up their kids. Uh, afterwards, kids enjoyed themselves. It was awesome. So that's just something. Um, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. That's Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. So we can inspire each other, right? When you get to with another teacher, inspire each other. Um, don't meet every now and then together and talk about what's happening, right? Encourage one another. Um, that, just we can do that. Um, and it's not good for a man to be alone. Um, I will make a helper suitable for him. Genesis 2 and 18. It's never good for you to be alone. Think you're a lone teacher? No, you most of the time you're not the only one teaching that grade. So you need to collaborate, get with those teachers, get with people in your building, get with other teachers. If you ever meet with teachers across your district or whatever, grades above you and below you, we need to know what each other is doing so we can prepare our students for the next grade. You know, so we could talk to the teacher um, below us because we think they're teaching one thing and they're not. And then we get to the students, we're like, you should know this. But no, we don't even know that, that they shouldn't know that yet. So we, there's a, we'll find out if there's a gap in between what the students know and what we think they should know. You know, even if they shouldn't know it, we might think. Like, I don't know, something Shanae was telling me before about... Something she thought we did, and I was like, no, we don't do that. We don't even, that's, we. if we do, we never get to it. I think it was time or something. By the time we got to time, telling time uh, on with the regular uh, analog clock, we didn't, we never made it to that section of our math. That's at the end of June somewhere. We never made it that far. So I, she thought we did. So she get there, why don't these kids know how to tell? Time, at least five minutes. They don't know, but we didn't, we didn't teach it. Students ask us, um, and from him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament, rose and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Ephesians 4, 16. Um, so, you know, we work together. The second grade teachers, we have three different, we have a general ed, me sheltered, and then we have the bilingual. So sheltered is ESL and bilingual. So they're all learning the second language. When we say ES, we say bilingual. They're not even bilingual. Some of them don't even speak English. They're uh, monolingual Spanish. And then put them with some bilingual, tr truly bilingual students, which they call ESL, who they will be general ed students who get ESL servicing. But I'm their teacher. And so we have that. So and then we have the bilingual teacher and the general ed teacher. So I'm in the middle of them both. And then uh, we need to come together and, and, and build a strong, united second grade. 
you know. So I, I, I'm learning some things. I'm, I'm saying some things. I'm learning that my mouth is, is powerful, and I need to tone it down. Not tone it down. Watch what I say to various people. Like I could say some things to you, but may not to you, right? So we have to be a, be mindful of that, right? And then what are, is our mouth causing? Is it causing uh, destruction or is it building up? You know, it might cause uh, issues. Uh, I, I'm one of those people who notices things. And then I might end up saying it and I shouldn't because I shouldn't because this person didn't even see it, you know. And so we got to watch what we do and what we say. And we want our fellow teachers to be the same. So if we want them to be that, watching their tongues, watching their mouths and coming together, um, um, being co-workers in the service. Right of uh, this, uh, for we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. So if we want that, and two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. I can't go any farther than that because when you have two people and you get together and collaborate, it's better than one. You're gonna come up with better ideas. I even think about coming with um to do a great level project at the end of each unit. Well, we discuss what the projects, what uh, the unit was all about and look at the projects that come at the end of these units. They have math and they have literacy projects that we come to discuss and we could end up with better ideas, come together and talk about the science and we come together with better ideas. So these are some things that um, will work um, to build us up. And which you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. That's First Peter 4 and 10. I want to leave, that's the last scripture that I'm going to talk about. And you need to use your gifts. You have a gift of teaching. If you're a teacher, I'm most likely you have a gift of teaching. Some people teach because somebody, they knew somebody. Mom taught, their sister taught, their aunts taught. Everybody in the family was a teacher. Daddy was a teacher, right? Grandma was a teacher. That doesn't make you a teacher because you might not like it. But if you are a gifted, gifted to teach, you know, use that gift. Use it. Whatever you're gifted to, if you're gifted to be a speaker, use that gift because somebody needs it, right? Somebody needs it and be faithful towards your gift. And I just want to wrap it up by saying what we want in our administration, what we want in our from our principals and from our coworkers, we have to be that. We must be that. You have to walk with oil. You have to walk in love. You have to watch your tongue. You have to uh, speak with seasoning, right? A soft speak with soft answers. All of all of that. So again, um, just know that I'm here. Reach out to me. Um, I I will be excited when you reach out to me. Comment below. And just know that I'm here and I want to be able to even reach out to you, knowing that uh, we are co-laborers in this thing. We are co-laborers. We're teachers. If you're watching and you're a teacher, 
again, um, just uh, send yourself some flowers. I saw somebody do that today. Send yourself some flowers. Buy some flowers. Stop that shop right on your way to work. Get yourself some uh, flowers. Shop right, Kroger, whatever stores you have. Uh, you know, stop there and get yourself some flowers. Put them on your desk. That's my mission tomorrow morning. And, you know, just know that take care of yourself. Again, like Shakita Williams, self-love by Shakita Williams. I don't know I'm advertising for her. But um, spend some time with some self-love. People want us to love them. But guess what? You got to love yourself. Love yourself. You know, don't be hypocritical. Love everybody except yourself. So thank you again for joining me. I'm Ronette Branham, Educators with Oil. Thanks you for joining in. And again, tune in on YouTube, Facebook, and your pod, favorite podcast platform. Thank you and have a good night.